Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, June 14, 2017. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Katy Perry, Tanache, Tom Cruise, Nick Gordon, Amber Rose, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo, and I love the fact that music connects to people all over the country. But unfortunately, so does something else. Childhood hunger. Fifteen million children struggle with hunger in America. However, the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks is able to help provide over three billion meals to children and families in need all across the country. Join me in the fight against hunger at FeedingAmerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Britney Spears. I've had the pleasure of singing all over this great nation, but today I'm leaning my voice to the 15 million kids in America struggling with hunger. Every year, billions of pounds of excess food go to waste, while one in five children may be left without enough food for a meal. But it doesn't have to be this way. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks helps to get food to families in need. Visit feedingamerica.org to learn how you can help. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656. 2656 and press the number one. Also, That's Entertainment is on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash That's Entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S Entertain, the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. And you can also follow uh, me on Instagram, just go to T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy, 78 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to everyone that's currently on the phone lines, on the computer lines, in the chat room. Thank you again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And again, if you want to make a comment, call in, be serious. 
The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Right now, uh, we're in the month of June. June is Black Music Month, and today I'm going to be playing some new music from my girls TLC and August Alcina. Alcina. So get, uh, I'll probably that'll be at the half hour mark. Also, tune in next week on June 21st at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, where my special guest will be singer, songwriter, performer, producer Michael O. That's right, uh, Michael. Believe it or not. Uh, has he's one of these guys who started out singing a cappella in a group. Uh, a couple of years ago, I had uh, Nick Lachey on the show, and he was a host of an, the NBC show The Sing Off, where a group of uh, a cappella groups would come together and compete. And he was in one of those groups called the uh, the Dharma Airs. He also was in Pitch Perfect 2 in a group called, uh, let me get this right, he was in the, uh, called The Sing Box. That movie, Pitch Perfect 2, won an American Music Award for Best Soundtrack for the movie and for Best Film in May of 2015. Michael has also... Uh, perform all over the world, including Lincoln Center here in New York City, and he also sang for President Obama in the White House. That's right. So make sure you join me here next Wednesday. That's June 21st at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, where my special guest is singer, songwriter, performer, and producer Michael O. Right now we're in the midst of the, the beginning of summer. Make sure you check out two incredible novels this summer. Great summer reading. Uh, two weeks ago I had author Selena Haskins. She was a guest on my show. She has been a guest on my show a couple of times. She has a new novel out called Yesterday Was a Long Time Ago. It's out today. So make sure you purchase it on Amazon.com and Barnes and & Nobles. She also has three other best-selling novels, A River Move Forward, Riding the Way, and Just Between Us. Make sure you pick up Selena Haskins. New novel, Yesterday Was a Long Time Ago. And I told you uh, last week, a couple of weeks ago, that Kevin Hart was putting out a new book out, uh, autobiography called I Can't Make This Up, Life Lessons. And I had the privilege of meeting Kevin in person. I was at the book signing here in New York City. And if you follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, you see that I have t- I took a picture with him with him. Holding his new novel. That's another great read to get. Kevin Hart new book. I can't make this up. Life lessons. So if you want to get your summer reading on, those are the two books I definitely strongly recommend. Again, Selena Haskin. Yesterday was a long time ago. And Kevin Hart. I can't make this up. Also, speaking of summer, you got to get your summer gear going. Well, there's a website. If you're a t-shirt, jeans type of person. Well, go to this website. It's called 500 Carat. It's a clothing brand, and they have the really cool T-shirts, crop tops for the ladies, long sleeve, short sleeve. Uh, It's by my nephew. He has this brand called 500 Carat. Just go to www.500carat.com, and if you purchase like $40 or more, you get a discount. Um, you just put in um, 500 debut in the promo box, and you get a discount. 
Again, that's 500carat.com, 500carat, C-A-R-E-T, dot com. And, uh, again, some of the T-shirts range from 22 to $35. Pretty reasonable if you want to get your summer gear on. And uh, his model is to stay rich in the moment. All right, lots to talk about as usual this week. Katy Perry just released her new album, and uh, she's changing her too. You know, there's been this rumor that she and Taylor Swift is uh, going back and forth. They have this uh, rivalry. They 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 have this uh, going back and forth with each other. And uh, Katy Perry says that she's changing her tune on Taylor Swift. I'll tell you what she said. Also, uh, singer Tanashi, uh, apparently she is feeling the wrath of social media. She had made a comment on Tuesday on Twitter that had everybody in an uproar. Uh, She's talking about how she's blaming colorism and the black community for why her career is not going the way it's supposed to be. I'll give you the latest. And Tom Cruise wants to get back with Nicole Kidman. Not in the way that you think, but he wants to do a movie with her again. I'll tell you what what, what he wants to do. And also, Amber Rose, I don't know if you guys seen this. I don't know if you guys follow Amber Rose. Amber Rose had posted a picture of herself with no panties on, just bare butt, crotch all out. And she's doing it because, you know, every year she does that slut walk. Well, this, she 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 posted it on Instagram and Twitter. I guess she was trying to promote it. And people were saying some crazy comments about it. But, yeah, she she posted this picture with her no panties on. And one particular person had something to say about it. Uh, she had clashed with Pierre Morgan. I'll tell you what he had to say about it. Also this week, oh, remember, remember, you know, Bill Cosby right now, uh, he's currently on trial for the alleged sexual assault of uh, the, the the woman. Um, I forgot the woman's name, but um, he wanted his, his TV son, you know, his TV daughter, Keisha Knight Palmer, she had went, with him the first day of his trial But his TV son Michael Jamal Warner Guess what, he's a dad now That's right, Michael Jamal Warner Is a daddy Just in time for Father Day I had to throw that in there So without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about Stories of the week Hit it All right. Well, Katy Perry is changing her tune on Taylor Swift. The pop star recently shaded fellow songstress Swift in her song Swish Swish, but decided to finally drop the long-running feud by switching up the lyrics in the song. Instead of the original line, Don't You Come For Me, speculated to be aimed at Swift, Perry changed the lyric to God Bless You On Your Journey, Old Baby Girl, during her live stream concert on Monday night. The decision to switch it up came after Perry opened up to Ariana Huffington earlier in the live stream about how she's ready to let the feud with the Bad Blood singer go. The two have been involved in a nasty feud for years after a few of Swift's backup dancers broke off from her tour to join Perry. Things still seem to be heated last week after Swift decided to share her entire back catalog of music on streaming services just hours before Perry was set to drop her new album, Witness, on Friday. 
Now, Taylor Swift said that uh, her people said that they did not do that on purpose. They said that it was a coincidental and that they they didn't, you know, because if you haven't heard, Taylor Swift it has decided to stream all her music on all the streaming service, Spotify, Tidal, you name it. And remember, a couple of years ago, she said she was not going to put any of her music on the streaming services, but she changed her mind. So all of her catalogs can be found on all, all those three uh, streaming services. Speaking of uh, Taylor Swift, uh, an obsessed fan, of Taylor Swift accused of stalking the pop icon while he uh, he loitered outside her apartment and spent time on the building roof deck. That's right. This guy went to her building and was hanging out on the roof deck. His name is Muhammad Jafar. He's 29. He went before a judge for his uh, Manhattan Supreme Court arraignment on burglary and related counts for the alleged stalking. Now, court papers said Jafar's campaign to reach the Shake It Off singer began in late January when he called her management team nearly 60 times over two weeks trying to get in touch with her. Now, Jafar allegedly obsessive behavior escalated by February 6th when he was seen going to her apartment building. And on February 13th, Jafar rang Swift's doorbell and continuously for an hour until he was asked to leave. The next day, he came back and rang the bell for 45 minutes before being booted from the area. Now, Jafar was outside the building yet again on February 15th. This is what the court papers allege. Jafar's brother, Ali Jafar, he was in court to support him. He said that his sibling suffers from bipolar disorder and suggested that he had been unwell until recently. That is a scary thing. That is so scary. You know, and Taylor Swift is not, she's just a long list of celebrities with these stalkers. Remember Rihanna, her stalker came to her building, Ashanti, uh, she had a, a singer, Ashanti, had her stalker. He was following her around. It, it's crazy. Malia Obama, she currently is interning with Harvey Weinstein here in New York City. She has a alleged stalker. The guy is waiting outside for her. He's walking on the set while she's working. It's crazy. It is so scary. Singer Tinashe is feeling the wrath of social media yesterday after her comment blaming colorism and the black community for some of her career huddles rubbed folks the wrong way. The 24-year-old half-Danish and Zimbabwean singer whose sophomore album, Joywire, has been delayed since she announced its pending release 18 months ago, blamed at least part of her industry woes on the fact that she's mixed. Uh, This is what she said. Quote, there's colorism involved in the black community, which is very apparent. This is what she told The Guardian. It's about trying to find a balance where I'm a mixed woman, and sometimes I feel like I don't fully fit into the black community. They don't fully accept me, even though I see myself as a black woman. That disconnect is confusing sometimes. I am what I am. Now, despite a resume that includes performing at Janet Jackson's tribute concert at Miss Jackson's request, opening for Nicki Minaj on her Pink Print tour and collaborating with the likes of Chris Brown and ASAP Rocky and Britney Spears. Tanache says she feels that being a black woman of mixed race has a drawback in the industry. She said there are a hundred of rappers that 
all look the same. They sound the same. But if you're a black woman, you're either Beyonce or Rihanna. It's very, very strange. And when the hours of Tanache interview, after it was being published, Twitter explode. Now, I happen to disagree with this. I thought she was doing very well. I mean, you're, she collaborated with Chris Brown, Britney Spears. Again, she performed at Janet Jackson Tribute. That don't sound like a career that's heading, that's going downhill to me. The more you're exposed to the big name artists, the better. They they will know who you are. I don't know why she feels that you know because she's mixed or that she's a black woman that she's not getting anywhere. Now some people had comment on Twitter saying that oh it has nothing to do with her being mixed. They just either she's either not that great or she doesn't sing that well or people don't like her music or her music is not all that but if she's performing with these big artists like Nikki and Janet and Britney and Chris and ASAP that don't sound like an artist that's going you know I don't see it but you know maybe you know, with the delay of her album, you know, sometimes that can set you back a little bit. You know, sometimes these record companies, you know, they say, oh, wait a minute, we got, you know, sometimes they like to promote other artists, and then some artists are put on the back burner for a while. So I kind of disagree. I think she's a talented young lady. She can sing. She can dance. I just, I don't know why she feels this way. Uh, right now we have here uh, 17 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like this show and you want to know more about when I broadcast live, make sure you hit the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I'm on the air if you can't catch the show live every Wednesday afternoon, you can always listen to the archives here, or you can also check us out on iTunes, check the uh, archives on our Facebook page. Again, just follow us on www. I'm sorry, www. Like us on Facebook at www.entertainmentradio.com. Also follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain one T H A T S entertaining the number one. And again, um also you can listen to us on Stitcher dot com. That's S T I T C H E R dot com where it's a website with over several thousand of radio shows and podcasts. Just type in that's entertainment online radio in the search box and you can also check the archives on that website as well. Tom Cruise allegedly wants to share screen with ex-wife Nicole Kidman in a potential romantic movie. New Idea reports that Cruise had approached Kidman to star opposite him in a film about a divorced couple who re- who, re- who relive their love again. The publication also claimed that the possible project will see Cruise and Kidman in a love scene. Rumor has it that Cruise and Kidman relationship has softened since Cruise split with Katie Holmes in 2012. Now, as for the possible Cruise Kidman starring project, Kidman is reportedly considering the offer. However, there hasn't been any official 
response from Cruz or Kidman representative regarding the rumor. Now, Cruz and Kidman are no strangers to starring opposite each other in movies. Back in 1990, the two shared a screen in the drama Days of Thunder. Uh, They were starring alongside each other again in the romantic flick Far and Away in 1992 and Stanley Kubrick's erotic thriller Eyes Wide Shut in 1999. Cruz and Kidman tied the knot on Christmas Eve in 1990, but they eventually got a divorce in 2001. And authorities in Georgia say they will consider Nick Gordon's weekend arrest for alleged domestic battery as evidence in their ongoing investigation into his ex-fiancee Bobby Christina Brown's death in 2015. Gordon was arrested in Florida on Saturday for allegedly beating his current girlfriend, Laura Leal, and the Fulton County District Attorney said he considered the new charges as part of the probe into Brown's drug-related death. This is what TMZ first reported. Brown, who was 22, was discovered face down and unresponsive in a bathtub filled with water in her Georgia home in January of 2015. She remained in a coma for six months until her death that July. An autopsy revealed that she had multiple drugs in her system when she was found, but investigators were unable to conclude whether her death was a homicide, an accident, or suicide. Now, Gordon, who was engaged to Brown at the time, remained a person of interest in the case, according to TMZ. He was ordered by an Atlanta judge to pay $36 million to her estate last November for her wrongful death in a lawsuit filed in 2015 by Brown's estate. It's unclear how a prosecutor would use Gordon's arrest as evidence during the separate Bobby Christina case, but it could be brought up if Gordon was to suggest in his testimony that he's not a violent person. Um, you know, when I first heard about this story about the new girlfriend, it, I knew it wasn't going to take too long because I believe, me personally, that I think he killed Bobby Christina. That is my personal opinion. And when I found out about the new girlfriend, I said it's not going to be long. If he has this history of being violent or, you know, has some strange way of handling his women, she was going to be next, and sure enough, you know, if you ha- if you guys haven't seen, she has pictures, she got bruises, uh, she, he had also prevented her from, when she tried to get away, he, pri- he prevented her from leaving the house, hit her up a couple of times, and the only way she was able to escape, I believe that his mother was in the house, and she got in contact with the mother, and she was able to go and flee um this is not looking for good at all this is not looking good at all for this young man uh amber rose has just sent her social media followers into a frenzy by sharing a completely bottomless picture of her the books the buxom model bear her unshaven crotch in the racy photo she had shared on her Instagram and Twitter accounts along with the announcement of the dates for this year's slut walk. She didn't have no trousers or underwear on. Amber can be seen wearing only a black bikini top while lying on the stairs with her fur coat draped around her arms. Showing off, you know, her signature blonde buzz cut, 
The 33-year-old former stripper rocked a pair of sunglasses, a choker, and some silver jewelry. Now, her social media follower was quick to flood the comment section with some of them wondering how the bottomless photo was allowed on Instagram in the first place. Some others commented on her unshaven crotch as well as the fact that she had a four-year-old son, Sebastian, whom she shared with ex-hubby Wiz Khalifa. Now, Amber Rose and Pure Morgan, they clashed on Twitter. She hit back at the British media personality after he criticized her over the racy pictures that she posted to promote the annual slut walk, held to raise awareness on gender equality. Uh, She said that, um, I think this is she, she said it's not... Uh, misogyny to think that posting no this is Pierce it's not misogyny to think that posting new photos is the supposed name of feminist empowerment it's pathetic attention seeking BS uh, no th- I'm sorry that's Amber calling Pierce out and uh, this is what Pierce says he said I can handle your naked body Amber relax I just can't handle your ridiculous claim to be stripping off in the name of feminism and then she goes on they go back and forth and then she makes a example of how um Adam Levine had did something similar where he didn't have you know his crotch was covered and I think he was uh making awareness of prostate cancer and she, Amber said, you know, when men do it, it's not a problem, but when we do it, it's, it everybody's up in arms. But, you know, Pierce's whole argument was that the whole the two was totally different. He's promoting uh, awareness about prostate cancer, and you're just uh, doing this to promote your slut walk. So they go back and forth, back and forth. I can't go into all the details, but, yeah, they go back and forth. Um, there has been some shifts in the next two seasons of FX American Crime Story. You know, the Katrina American Crime Story, which was initially set as the second installment of Ryan Murphy anthology series before the assassination of Johnny Versace, American Crime Story, was well, been pushed back from early 2018 to 2018 premiere. On the other hand, the assassination of Johnny Versace will now air as the second season in early 2018. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the chain come as Katrina needs additional time to create special water effects needed to recreate Hurricane Katrina and its aftermath. Based on Douglas Brickley's book, The Great Deluge, Katrina now is scheduled to begin production in early 2018, scheduling for the cast who includes Sarah Polson, Cuba Gooden Jr., Annette Benning, Dennis Quay, and Matthew Broderick is reportedly underway. It is unclear whether they will still be available for the series on a new timetable. Katrina followed the tragedy during and after the hurricane which disseminated New Orleans. Dennis will take the role of President George W. Bush, while Matthew will portray Federal Emergency Management Agency FEMA Director Michael D. Brown. The assassination of Johnny Versace, meanwhile, chronicles the murder of fashion designer Johnny Versace, who was killed in the steps of his home in Miami Beach by serial murderer Andrew Cunningham, who killed five other people that year. Versace star Edgar Ramirez, he's going to play Johnny. Darren Chris from Glee fame, he's going to play Andrew. Penelope Cruz is going to play Donatella Versace. And Ricky Martin will play Antonio Del Amico. 
Production of Versace is currently underway with the first two episodes already completed. Right now, uh, we have here uh, 27 minutes after the the, uh, hour. Uh, Coming up in the next half hour, I'm going to give you the latest on uh, the new movie Spider-Man, you know, the Spider-Man Homecoming. Well, the star, Tom Holland, has spilled the beans, and he revealed that there will be indeed more Spider-Man movies to come. I'll give you the latest. And... uh, Two celebrities are going to be parents, or well, one is a parent already. Michael Jamal Warner from Cosby fame, he's a new dad. And actress Julia Stiles, she and her fiancé are expecting their first child. And uh, NCIS, uh, they're going to be losing one of its series regular, Jennifer Esposito. She's leaving. Um, if you are a fan of the show, this is, uh, comes as a shock. Also, uh, Nicki Minaj, she just teased some new music and a new interview that she did. And uh, Forbes had just released a list of its world's highest-paid celebrities of 2017. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere. Oh, yeah. 
tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. We got 27 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from TLC featuring Snoop Dogg and Way Back. Oh, I'm loving the single, ladies. Loving it. June is Black Music Month. And, uh, of course, you know, TLC is currently promoting their new album, which is coming out the end of the month, June 30th. And they're currently on tour. It's called, uh, it's like bringing the 90 back. You know, the party continues. Uh, there is TLC, Naughty by Nature, a lot of great people on the tour. So uh, you definitely got to follow, follow TLC. Check it out. They're going to be in the city near you. Make sure you... Um, Support the ladies because this album has been a long time coming, like they say in their in the in the song. And uh, if you are a die diehard TLC fan, you definitely want to support these ladies. You know they're the best singing. They were uh, labeled as the best female all time fe- best selling female group of all time. So um, I'm so glad they're back. Uh, as you know, I. Before I went on the commercial break, I was telling you about uh, the new movie about um, Spider-Man. Um, apparently, the, the movie star, Tom Holland, who plays Sp- Spider-Man, uh, he claims that uh, they're going to be a, a, a Spider-Man a sequel. Uh, he said, uh, apparently, you know, the movie's going to be coming out in theaters, and he's, they're already talking about a sequel. Uh, regarding this matter, um, Tom Holland did spill the beans and revealed that there will be indeed more Spider-Man movies to come. Holland will reprise his role as Web Slinger in the upcoming Avengers Infinity War, which is scheduled to be released in the U.S. on May 4, 2018. As for Spider-Man, the possible sequels, there hasn't been any announcement from Marvel about the matter, despite Holland's claim. Spider-Man Homecoming is set to hit U.S. theaters on July 7th. And while Michael Jamal Warner, TV dad, is waiting to see whether he's heading to the big house, we're told that Cosby Show's son, Theo Huxtable, has himself become a father. That's right. We're told that the mom is an attorney from Bridgeport, Connecticut, and that she and Warner are very much in love. While this is Warner's first child, he's been in several serious relationships, including his courtship with Michelle Thomas, uh, Warner later, later dated his Cosby Show castmate, Karen Molina White, for nearly eight years before spending two years with Emmy winner Regina King. Warner admitted in 2014 that he once had a crush on his Cosby Show co-star, Lisa Bonet, but nothing became of it. There was speculation that Warner would attend Bill Cosby's sexual assault trial in Philadelphia, which went to the jury for deliberation on Monday, but he was not there. And we're told that in addition to staying busy with work, Warner was bonding with his newborn while that courtroom drama was unfolding. There were also reports that Cosby TV wife Felicia Rashad would attend the trial, uh, though rumors were debunked, though claims last week after sources told that TV Claire Huxtable was too busy preparing to appear in Shakespeare in the Park to do anything else. Actress Julia Stiles and her fiancé Preston J. Cook are expecting their first child. Uh, 
Styles, the star of 10 Things I Hate About You, met Cook on the set of Go With Me, where he served as a camera assistant in 2015. They got engaged over Christmas. Styles, who is currently in London promoting Riviera, a 10-part thriller series in which she starred as an art curator whose husband is killed in a yacht explosion. She debuted her baby bump while posing for a photo with radio host Nick Snass Monday morning. So congratulations to her. And Broad City is upping George Carlin's famous list of seven words you can never say on television to eight. The hit Comedy Central show will bleep out all mentions of President Trump in the same vein as curse words in the upcoming season. Star uh, Ilana Glazer told USA Today, the bold gesture towards the controversial commander-in-chief comes after Glazer and her co-star and co-creator Abby Jacobson were forced to revamp much of the upcoming season after the November election. Much of what they had planned was rewriting or rewriting to be deeply rooted in this time in order to reflect the tense political climate. Clinton, Hillary Clinton, appeared briefly on Broad City as herself in a season three episode that found Alana uh, pledging to campaign for the then-candidate. Season four of Broad City will premiere in August. And a contestant from the season of NBC's American Got Talent, who Instagram video earned him an audition for the show and the blessings of boys to men, well, he has died. Dr. Brandon Roger, who episode was set to air in July, was involved in a car accident in Maryland over the weekend, and he died a day later in the hospital, according to an initial report by TMZ. Uh, he was 29. Rogers was discovered by producers when they saw him on Instagram covering Boys to Ben on Bended Knee. In April, Rogers posted videos of himself performing alongside the R&B group. After learning about his passing, Boys to Men took to their official Instagram account to express their condolences. Uh, this is what they wrote. They said, quote, Today our hearts are deep and sad, deeply saddened to learn about the sudden death of Dr. Brandon Rogers. A few months back, we brought this young man out to the Mirage Hotel in Las Vegas to perform with us. He was great all three nights, just a genuinely nice person and a real, really good singer. Gone too soon and gone too young. It hurts to know that the world will never have a chance to witness what his impact on the world could have been as a doctor and even on the music world. A great spirit and a great voice. Even for the little time we knew, you will be sorely missed. May God bless you, keep and comfort your family in this difficult time. Unquote. NCIS is losing one of its series regulars. Jennifer Esposito is exiting the CBS police series after one season. She plays NCIS special agent Alexandra Alex Quinn, who was first introduced in the season 14 premiere. While the season 14 finale didn't see exit, uh, Alex exit yet, she was involved in one of the many cliffhangers. She received two mystery calls from her mother, which could presumptly use to explain her exit when the show returns in the fall. The reason behind Esposito's departure isn't disclosed, but it's said that the show plans to go in a new creative direction next season. There's also no word on whether Esposito might return as a guest star or in a recurring capacity in the future. Esposito was previously a series regular on Blue Blood since the first season, since her, until her exit in 2012 due to her health conditions. She had a recurring role on Showtime's The Affair and has booked a role in Speed Kill, starring John Travolta. 
And after Warner Brothers released a statement confirming that Bachelor in Paradise production in Mexico was suspended, some details of the alleged misconduct that led to the suspension has been revealed. According to TMZ, the filming was shut down after a producer complained about two contestants getting extremely sexual in a swimming pool. Confirming an early report by Reality Steve, the two contestants in question are DeMario Jackson from The Bachelorette Season 13 and Corinne Olympios from The Bachelor Season 21. Sources connected to DeMario tell TMZ that last Sunday, the first day of production at a Mexican resort, DeMario and Corinne was told by producers that the two hooking up would be an entertaining storyline since both were considered villains of their previous respective shows. DeMario and Corinne reportedly met at the bar and drank alcohol before things started to get hot and heavy between the two. Corinne was said jumping in his lap and started making out with him. Uh, there were uh, was allegedly lots of intense rubbing. Still, according to DeMario's version, Corinne then suggested they retreat to the pool with the cameras rolling. They took off their clothes. They started making out. They, it even went more raunchy with some rubbing, touching, and fingering. That's right. Corinne reportedly also put her genitals in DeMario's face, and he began licking, but this point is where others disagree with his account. DeMario claimed he was not able to engage in intercourse because of the alcohol. The day after, everything was fine. DeMario and Corinne was allegedly still getting along well, but on Tuesday, they were called by the show executive producers who had received complaints from one of the producers who said that he or she was uncomfortable with their act. Warner Brothers exec immediately suspended the production and released DeMario and Corinne. The entire cast was released two days later while the, they are investigating the alleged misconduct. Some of the cadets were seen uh, at the airport flying out of Puerto Rico's Vallarta on Sunday, June 11. Right now we have here 17 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to also take another Music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the week, so don't go anywhere. When we put in the place, go me a long night. Come back with your lips, won't take no time. Waiting them all in the middle, where you want to go now? We could bring it up top. Tell me what's on your mind I'll be knocking down the walls Every time you make that call You'll be changing all your things But you're calling me your name Why 
That's the latest from August Alcina in Don't Matter. Right now we have 14 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last stories of the day, uh, shortly after wrapping up phase one of his Starboy Legend of Fall tour, The Weeknd announced the second phase of his of the trek. The uh, I Feel It Coming singer will be making more stops in North America, Canada, New Zealand, and Australia, and we just can't wait. The 33-day tour will kick off on September 6th in University Park and run through December 14th in Perth, Australia. The weekend won't do it alone, though. He will bring along Gucci Mon and Nav on the U.S. date, while French Montana and Nav will be joining him in Canada, New Zealand, and Australia. And during Phase 1, the 27-year-old singer brought out Kendrick Lamar, Drake, and ASAP rocking on some stops, so fans can definitely look forward to more surprising acts during Phase 2. The tour arrives in support of the weekend's latest double platinum effort, Starboy, which was released last year. The Canadian singer recently released a music video for Secrets, one of the tracks off the album. Tickets for North American Tour of the Tour Phase 2 are available this Friday, June 16th at 11 a.m. local time. Check the official site for more details. And Nicki Minaj teased some new music in a new interview with Woo Kid. The Anaconda hitmaker says she has a lot of new music coming this month. June is going to be a huge month for music. That's all she's saying. Uh, in the interview, Nikki also talked about the direction of her upcoming album, the follow-up to 2014, The Pink Print, which appeared to be a return to her roots. The Swallow rapper wants to make a classic hip-hop album that people will never forget. When asked about collaboration, Nikki confirmed the appearance of Guarantee Homies, Lil Wayne, and Drake on her new record. And fresh off her video filming with DJ Khaled and Bryson Tiller, Rihanna has reunited with Kendrick Lamar to film a music video for their collaborative track, Loyalty. A snippet taken from the filming set had surfaced on in, on the Internet, and fans can definitely look forward to some sizzling scenes in the upcoming visual. The visual for Loyalty will be Kendrick's third music video following Humble and DNA off his latest platinum-selling se- effort, Damn!, so far, loyalty has earned over 90 million streams on Spotify. 
and Forbes have released released the list of their world highest paid celebrities of 2017 after maintaining his reign on the list of the wealthiest hip hop artists. Sean Combs, aka P Diddy, emerged on the top of the magazine annual list, which include other entertainers in the world from various fields. Raking in the $130 million pre-tax and 12-month scoring period, Diddy earned most of it from the sales of his Sean John clothing line, a partnership with Ciroc Vodka, and his Bad Boy Family Reunion Tour. The Coming Home rapper jumped 21 spots after placing 22nd on the list in 2016. At number two is Beyonce, who ranked number 34 last year. The R&B diva, who is now taking a break from touring while waiting for the arrival of her twins, earned $105 million thanks to the Formation World Tour and the sale of her critical acclaim album, Lemonade. Author J.K. Rowling followed at number three with $95 million. She returned to the ranking with Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, West End Production, and his co-written stage play, which became the best-selling book of 2016. Additionally, she got some cash from Harry Potter attractions at Universal Studios and 2016 movie Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which she wrote. Drake followed close behind at number four with $94 million. He made most of the money from his Boys Meet World Tour in addition to endorsement deals with Sprite and Nike. Soccer star uh, Cristiano Ronaldo rounded out the top five with $93 million. He is paid more than $50 million per year by Real Madrid. Meanwhile, making her debut on the list this year is Kylie Jenner with $41 million to snag the 59th spot. Join the Celebrity 100 and 19-year-old. The Makeup Maven is the youngest celebrity on the list. Her sister Kim Kardashian joined the ranking at number 47 with $45.5 million. Other newcomers include Steve Harvey at number 53 with $42.5 million. Amy Schumer, number 69 with $37.5 million. Conor McGregor, number 89 with $34 million. And Chance the Rapper, number 95 with $33 million. A seismic ripple tore through the entertainment world late Tuesday night as reported that surface, speaking of uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z, there's been rumors saying that um, Twitter is in a like a tailspin because they're saying that uh, there's been rumors that uh, Beyonce had already uh, had already welcomed her twins. Now, uh, sources at Melba Restaurant in Harlem said that DJ Cali, who knew track Shining, features performance by Jay-Z and Beyonce, was spreading word on Tuesday evening that he heard that it was a done deal. He couldn't immediately be reached for comment. And a source who worked at Jay-Z 44 nightclub in the Flatiron District tell uh, them that the JMB had welcomed a girl and a boy Tuesday morning and was making their rounds too, but they couldn't confirm it. Us Weekly reported late Tuesday night that the significant amount of security outside their Los Angeles hospital had them believing that the that Beyonce was in labor there. Now, uh, this is according to a gossip site, HollywoodLife.com. They reported a similar site. Now, Twitter followed suit with claims that B babies were on their way. Beyonce is in labor. This is not a drill. This is what one uh, user wrote. 
Um, on May 21st, the pair celebrated a baby shower dub, the Carter Push Party, where they were joined by stars including Lala Anthony and Serena Williams, who also have a baby on the way. Jay-Z was fired in Jamaica over the weekend where he reportedly recorded new music in Bob Marley's old studio. And a source who knows the pair said that as of last week, the Powell couple were expecting a baby somewhere around Independence Day. So you can imagine when it really does happen. So, yeah, to everybody was saying... There was rumor around going around that Beyonce had her twins, and everybody was, you know, you know, the Beehive went crazy, Black Twitter went crazy, uh, you name it. Social blogs they started hinting things, but apparently she is not due yet. Uh, she's due any minute now, but uh, not over the weekend like they claim. Orange is the new read. And what I mean by that, female inmates on Riker Island, right here in New York, did a triple take this past Monday when they saw Orange is a New Black Star, Daniel Brooks, walking the jailhouse corridors. The Juilliard-trained actress who played Tasty Jefferson on the hit Netflix show was at the Rose M. Singer Center, which is technically a jail, to meet with members of the facility's first book club as part of the mayor's one-book program. Brooks read from uh, Shemamanda Ghazi Adichie Americana, the one book title that New Yorkers, include the inmates, have been reading. Brooks and Medea and the Entertainment Commissioner Julie Menon, who launched the initiative, then engaged in a lively discussion about race, identity, and pressures to conform. One woman recalled how she once tried to hide her South Carolina accent. And Guy Ritchie, who's set to direct the upcoming live-action version of Aladdin, is reportedly, get this, eyeing English actor Tom Hardy to play the movie villain. Now, while Hardy hasn't commented on the speculation, the rumor already opposed previous promises of diversity in the remake. The speculation is already being called out for whitewashing. Hardy, a white actor who's not particularly... Uh, would not particularly be authentic in Arabah. The movie predictably spurred backlash from those who called out the whitewash Hardy rep said that the rumors were not true. So in other words, Guy Ritchie, Madonna X, who's also a producer or director, said he was going to add diversity in the upcoming movie, Disney Aladdin. But as you guys know the story, you know, I don't know how Tom Hardy would fit in this because he is a white male. So people are up in arms that that if you're going to do the movie, stick to the original storyline, stick to the original characters. But um, because he said he promised diversity, but people are not happy that they're not seeing it yet. And by having Tom Hardy the star in allegedly is not making the matters even even better so we'll see and facebook has lined up one of its first series and it's pushed to bulk up on original video program the social media giant is near a deal to revive nicole byers vehicle loosely exactly nicole for a second season now the news come four months after the scripted comedy was canceled after one low rated season on mtv Loosely Exactly Nicole is a family comedy inspired by the life and comedy of Bayer who broke out for the Viacom Network 
with talk show Girl Code. The series launched on MTV last September, drawing just 360,000 total viewers before wrapping quietly in October with less than 150 viewers. Additional details about the project remain closely guarded as Facebook prepped an expected summer launch for its video slate. The decision to revive Lucy Exactly Nicole reunited buyer with Mina LaVere, who developed the series during her tenure as executive VP at MTV. She exited the Viacom network in February before moving to Facebook as head of development. Now, MTV canceled the series in February as the cabler under new president Chris McCarthy refined its focus on scripted programming. And Chicago rapper Chief Keefe has been arrested in South Dakota, accused of drug possession. The rapper, whose legal name is Keefe Cozart, was booked into the Minnehaha County Jail Monday following his arrest at the uh, at the Six Fall Regional Airport. Police said that airport security found marijuana in his carrying on bag. Promoters said that Chief Keefe performed Sunday at the anti-bullying celebrity basketball event at the University of Six Falls. Kawambaga Music issued a statement saying he had problems in the past, but that he had fixed himself. Chief Keefe was charged with disorderly conduct in Atlanta in May of 2013. He spent two months in juvenile detention earlier that year for violating probation on a weapon conviction. He was sentenced to probation for pointing a gun at police in 2012. And troubled rapper Azalea Banks was sued Tuesday for failing to pay over 130000 in credit card bills. The 212 singer took out three lines of credit since 2012 for $78,000, $7,000, and $50,000. Papers filed by the City National Bank in Manhattan Supreme Court charge. In March, Banks, who's 26, copped a plea to third-degree assault for allegedly biting the breath of a security staffer at Ups and Down on West 14th Street here in New York City while being tossed from the club. The charge will be reduced if Banks attend anger management classes. Banks, whose 2011 debut album was titled Broke with Expensive Tate, could not be reached for comment at the time. And what is up with Justin Bieber? He has the hottest Spanish hit of the summer, but he still can't speak a word of the language. The pop star refused to sing the hit remix of the Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee hit, Despacito, over the weekend after finally confirming he doesn't actually know the words. The bees may have thought it was funny, but a so-called fan didn't think so. He narrowly avoided a water bottle that was chucked towards his face while on stage at the Summer Burst Festival in Stockholm. It certainly isn't the first time Bieber made it known that he didn't know the Spanish lyrics to popular remix. It made the What Do You Mean singer took to the stage at the New York nightclub 10AK and attempted to sing the Spanish language song, but all he could come up was with Despacita and blah, 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 blah. And to make matters worse, just days later, he replaced the words with Dorito. Despacito just topped the Billboard Hot 100 for the fifth week in a row. And Chris Brown and DJ Cali and Lil Wayne and New Edition have been added as performers at this month's BET Awards. The network announced Tuesday that Post Malone and Roman John Arthur will join previous announced performers, Bruno Mars, Migos, and Future on June 25th at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles. Others set to hit the stage include Trey Song, Tamar Braxton, and Jesse Reyes. Saturday Night Live comic Leslie Jones will be the host. 
Presenters include Jamie Foxx, Queen Latifah, Trevor Noah, Jada Pickett-Smith, uh, Isla Ray, and Yara Shahidi. Beyonce, who is pregnant with twins, is nominated for seven awards, while Mars is up for five. New Edition, who has success with their BET biopic this year, will receive the Lifetime Achievement Award, and Chance the Rapper will earn his Humanitarian Award. Wow. And uh, is Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jones of SNL, are they dating? Well, the summer and the romances are heating up. They said that Scarlett and Colin, who has, haven't been conf- haven't confirmed their relationship, were spied together at the East Pole on the Upper East Side Saturday night. Uh, they were seen holding hands, and they looked like they were getting cozy, according to uh, People magazine. They said that the the couple, the maybe couple, reportedly began their fling in March when Johansson hosted Saturday Night Live for the fifth time. They've been hooking up ever since, and in May, uh, but they said they, everything seems casual. Johansson is currently in the middle of her divorce from husband Roman Doriak, while she filed uh, in what when she when she filed in March, and the couple has a two-year-old daughter named Rose Dorothy. And uh, Dave Chappelle, he's getting ready to return to the stage in uh, coming to Radio City Music Hall, actually. The comedian has scheduled a 10-night stop in August with special guests each night. The Roots, the hip-hop group that serves as the house band for The Tonight Show, will join Chappelle for the first four nights, followed by Chris Rock, Erica Badu, Trevor Noah, Childish Galbino, and Ali Wong. The August 15 date is reserved for a special guests. Chappelle, who also has three upcoming comedy specials on Netflix, is on his way back after the extended break from comedy and has returned with an all-star lineup. Childish Galbino, the stage name of Donald Glover, recently handed at Governor Ball that his next project may be his last, so Chappelle Tour could be the beginning on the run. Chappelle Tour runs at Radio City Music Hall from August 1st to the 21st, I'm sorry, August 1st to the 24th, and tickets goes on sale this Friday. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next week where my special guest will be singer, songwriter, performer, producer Michael O. He's going to be my special guest next week to talk about his new music. That's going to be 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. So tune in next week. Don't You don't want to miss it. And, uh, again, follow us on Facebook. Twitter and uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter and uh, thanks for tuning in you've been listening to That's Entertainment I'm your host Tammy Jones Gibbs have a great week, stay safe and I'll talk to you next time take care